Happy Monday, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. First off, before I get started into this week's episode, I just have to say thank you so much. I I have no words. Uh, the podcast has gone down so well. I've got so many of you listening. So it's off to a fantastic start. I've got lots of feedback that it's really benefiting you and helping you guys. And that means everything. That's the whole point of this podcast. So let's keep going. Let's keep the train moving. And today's episode's actually quite a special one. I wanted to come on today and actually share kind of a bit more about my own experience because it's easy for me to stand here and say, you know, unleash your life, do these amazing things, you'll see this huge change. But, you know, you need to know that I I created that for myself. So I'm going to give you not my entire story, just a little backstory that will allow you to understand why I've created the business, why I've set my intentions the way that I have, and the tools that have changed my life. And the tools that I've used have been beneficial all around the world. They're mentioned pretty much all the time, but I want to tell you how they impacted my life. So without further ado, let's begin. Welcome to your Life Unleashed podcast with me, your host, Clarice Harrison. This podcast is to help you make your one-time offer of a life worth living for. Join me for all things mindset and life transformation, where your dreams finally become your reality. Let's unleash your life. So I'm going to take you back about five years ago where I had just moved into my brand new home for the very first time and I was very excited. Me and Phil had just purchased our first three bed home in Swindon and we're born and bred Southampton. So it's about an hour and a half away, really quite far from all our friends and family. We moved into our new home and I was extremely excited to start all these new experiences and adventures and meet new people, make new friends, start my you know, my first job and etc. And I realised that I wanted to work in education. And, and by doing this, I volunteered, I applied for loads of roles and I was landed with a one-to-one role to work with a girl with autism Uh, at a primary school and I was absolutely ecstatic. It meant that I was getting a full-time job. It was my first full-time role since studying. I couldn't wait, like it was a perfect role for me. However, little did I know (laughs) that it was gonna make me quite miserable and it did over time. I was there for about three years but I wasn't respected by any of my coworkers, none of my peers and I would do anything and everything to help, please, I just wanted the the best for everyone but the person that I was letting down was myself and if you haven't listened to that episode yet guys go to episode two because that's about you know high standards for yourself and creating boundaries which in this part of my journey I did not have and over time it it got pretty bad um I ended up getting signed off work and uh, I was off for three weeks I was showing up and working really, really hard in this job because it's something that I really wanted. So I was showing up and doing everything. I was working incredibly hard. I loved the job. I loved the one-to-one student that I was working with. She was incredible, absolutely amazing. And I honestly hope that she is doing well now. But um, at the time, when you are working so hard in a role where you're not respected, you're not heard, and you don't get on with anyone on the team, Uh, is very difficult because, you know, you work hard, but you need to enjoy who you're working with as well. I was not enjoying who I was working with. These were a lot older women who I had nothing in common with. Yeah, I didn't get on with anyone in this job. And that's not because I wasn't good enough or none of these other people I was working with were good enough. We just didn't match. They were a lot older than I was and I just didn't have anything in common with them, which is completely fine. 
I was going home and I was absolutely exhausted from the job. I was also emotionally exhausted from the stress of the role and not getting along with anyone. Slowly the years went by, I lost a lot of myself and I was coming home crying. Um, And I decided to point the finger at the new location that I had moved to. And I bet you anything now, if some of my previous friends who are listening to this, they will remember that I was like, it's Swindon, this is this is all Swindon's fault. And I got this mentality of like, this is the problem. It's not me, it's not the job, it's it's where I'm living. Now, I I came up with such a hard story for that that I lost I lost a lot of respect for where I was living. There was no gratitude, there was nothing. I remember this one night where I sat Phil down and I was crying and I just said to him, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't. Uh, I want to move. And the thing is, is when you invest and you go into a mortgage, you can't just decide to get up and move. We were in our second to third year in the in the house. So there was no going back. And I knew that. And that's all Phil could relate to me is like, we are here for another two to three years. And I was like, I am gonna, I, I don't know, <laughs> I can't do that. I was just like, I can't, I can't be here for another two to three years. It's going to kill me. But I was on I was on Instagram and I was following a few people and I saw this retreat and this retreat, it was in Mykonos and it looked incredible. It looked fun. It was all about connection and connecting with others, which I was craving so much of. And it was away from the place that I was living in. So it was perfect, absolutely perfect. And they said, you know, sign up to our waitlist for our first Bali retreat. So I signed up without really kind of considering any of it. Of course, I'm not going to go to Bali. That's ridiculous. So I just signed up and The next day, I get an email saying that I was the first person on the wait list and if I'd be interested in going. And Phil had just gone to work and I was getting ready for another school day. I was sat, I remember, at my dressing table putting my makeup on. And there was a feeling, I'm not kidding when I say this, a feeling inside my body that was telling me that I had to go. I have never felt a feeling this strong before, ever. And I don't know if it was my, I want to say it was my intuition, telling me that this was this is make or break this is what's going to do so I looked into the details and it was in September now if you know anything about education guys you ain't going on holiday in September that's pretty much when the new term starts so I was like brilliant I can't go then I looked at the price brilliant can't afford it I could I didn't have the money I didn't have the time for it so I called Phil (laughs) he just arrived at work and he goes what's up and I was like I'm gonna go on this retreat in Bali and he went okay it's this much. And he went, right. And then I said, and it's in September. And he went, okay. And literally he said, how are you going to afford it? I said, credit card. He went, okay, what are you going to do about your job? And I said, I'm going to hand in my notice today. And there was just a silence between us. I'm going to give Phil so much credit here. He knew how much pain and stress and anxiety and suffering that I had been in for the past two to three years of being in this new location, in this job, and that I had lost myself and I wanted to find myself. And he said, uh, okay. <laughs> he said, do it, do it, book it. I was like, yeah? He was like, yeah, do it. So I went into work. I'd booked it that morning. So literally I paid for my place. I booked it. I got the credit card. I paid it off. I went into work the next day with the notice in my hand and I felt lighter on my feet. I didn't feel worried or concerned. I was just throwing it in the air, okay? Literally, I had no job set up. I had no plan. I was going to put myself in debt, but I did not care. (laughs) I did not 
care. I could not believe that I was doing this. And it almost just finally made me feel free. And I was like, finally, I'm coming away from this place, from these people. I'm finally just going to go away and do this thing. So I handed my notice and I am at the airport. Before you know it, it flies by to September. And we get to the boarding part where I had to walk through the gates by myself. I have never flown on my own across the other side of the world before ever he said okay see you soon and I was like yeah yeah see you in a bit I went straight to the boarding area and I got on the plane and I sat in the seat and the plane hadn't gone off yet and I was thinking okay yeah this is good this is good I'm on the plane I've done it I've made it and then the plane takes off I look out the window, I see the ground of the UK getting smaller and smaller and smaller as the flight takes off higher and higher. And in that moment, my brain freaked out. How on earth was I going to travel across the world by myself, on my own, completely, no one around me, no one can help me, this is it, I am on my own. And I'll be honest with you guys, I have not been on my own for a very long time. I've been surrounded by family, by friends. This was the weirdest experience for me to be uncomfortably left by myself. I arrived at my next stop, I got on the next plane, I get in a taxi and they take me to my hotel for the night before the retreat. Got out the taxi, I panicked to my hotel room, I shut the door and I was in this room and it was quiet and I just burst into tears. What the hell have I done? This is the worst decision I've ever done. This is the worst thing I've ever done. I have no job. I have no money. I have no one here to support me. And I broke down. I grabbed my phone and I video called Phil straight away and I just burst into tears and I was like, what the hell am I doing? I can't believe I'm here on my own on the other side of the world. And I kept saying, I want to come home. I want to come home. I'm really scared. And he was like, no, you, you, you'll be okay. It's fine. You've made it. And I was like, I know, but it was dark the barley traffic, oh my god, guys, like, it was so noisy, and it was so hot, and I was just, I just was not used to putting myself in this, in this discomfort. The next day, I traveled to meet up with, uh, the retreat, all these girls who had done exactly the same thing from all over the world, and it was amazing, it was so, so incredible, and I met a very good friend that I'm still in contact with today, and I just remember holding her and hugging her, because we'd been messaging each other before the retreat, and I just burst into tears, and so did she, <laughs> She's from Australia, so it was it was just it was incredible just to be able to see her after speaking to her for so long. And she was real and all these people were real and this retreat was real and it just meant everything. I'm getting emotional talking about it because this is what changed it for me. This is really what helped me transform my life. And this is something that is really powerful that I want to talk about. I go on this retreat. I learn mindset work. I learn meditate, how to meditate. We all had trauma to work on and we had no self-love. We got to do all these amazing things. Like we went to a waterfall. We had a beach day. And this was everything I needed. Everything I needed. And I didn't realise I needed so bad and I connected, I worked, I sat with myself, uncomfortably sat with myself and worked through any blocks, mental blocks within myself to start to captivate self-love within. And I want to say that I did not return the same person that I am today. I came back more confident. I came back with a lot more respect for myself. I came back with goals and dreams and ideas of what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. This was me investing in someone who can teach me, guide me. And this is why I love coaching. This is why mentors 
and retreats and coaches are so powerful. And if you've never worked with one, I highly recommend that you do find someone that that works for you, like find someone that's going to help you embody this beautiful version that you, you crave to be like it's possible, but you cannot do it alone. I was blessed. I was absolutely blessed to go on this trip. It actually built up more momentum for me to do it more often and book these things for myself. So I actually have hired like many coaches. I've hired many like therapists to work through any other trauma that I needed to go through. This has been one of the most opening things in my life that I've ever done for myself. So I come home from this trip and oh, it was the sweetest thing. I was on my flight back and I didn't feel scared about it anymore. The first time around was the worst, but coming back felt so much better. I come off the flight and there is Phil stood in the waiting area with a unicorn balloon. Don't ask me why he got a unicorn balloon, but we just embraced and I just broke down into tears and so did he. We'd missed each other so much. And this is something that I've never done before and he's not used to of either. I went home and I was like, okay, I'm ready to find this new job, this new purpose, this new way of living. I came home and I continued to work with all the mindset tools that I had been taught on this retreat. So meditation, journaling, inner work, everything, literally. And to this day, since that retreat, I have not stopped doing any of the mindset tools that I have been taught. Every morning I meditate. That is the biggest one here. And I'm going to go into that now. Meditation changed my life. Meditation has shaped and shifted my mind to believe that I can create my own reality. Our mind is built for fear, survival, instinct, But when you let go of the anxiety and the thoughts and the waking up and just feeling low and unworthy and you're waking up to a clear, open mind, meditation is the tool I have used for now four to five years of getting myself in this beautiful, calm state where I wake up and I can handle really tough situations. I am less argumentative. I am less judgmental on myself. It allows you to finally sit with yourself in a presence of love. I just want to give a shout out to Rochelle Fox and Chris, who are the co-founders of Mindspo. That was the retreat that I went on. I've got to give them a shout in this podcast because they changed my life. Yeah, and if you want to learn how to meditate as well, it's not as difficult as what people make it out to be. There are so many amazing apps and YouTube videos of where you can learn how to meditate. And that's what makes it so brilliant is that you can teach yourself how to meditate. You can watch videos on how to meditate. Uh, When I came back from the retreat, I actually used Headspace to begin with. Headspace was brilliant because it gives you daily ticks. And I don't know about you guys, but I love I love a little tick list. I love a to do list to tick them off. And it felt really good for me to know that I'd done my daily meditation. It's like brushing my teeth you know, I don't go out the door without brushing my teeth. So why would I leave my home without cleansing my mind, calming my mind to be able to not only help myself, but it also helps others with my calm aura. Like it's the most beneficial thing I've ever done and will continue to do till the day I die. Like best mindset tool I could ever recommend to anyone. So if you ever want to get in and you want to learn about it, hit me a DM, let me know and I can go into more benefits of meditation. Um, I actually used to suffer with a lot of anxiety and panic attacks. Yeah, I don't get any of that anymore. 
Uh, it's super rare that I suffer with any anxiety or panic attacks because I meditate. So it just shows you how powerful meditation really is. After the journey of meditating and believing in myself and the journaling and the gratitude, I actually found my dream job at secondary school and it was brilliant. It was everything that I wanted. And it is a shame that it ended when it did because of COVID. Unfortunately, I lost the job and the role. But this story in this podcast episode is here to support and guide you. And I hope that this has helped you recognize a feeling is temporary and this is a part of my journey that I look back on to my previous self and I'm so glad she took the courage to go and do the things for herself because here I stand in the dream location of where I've always wanted to live in this body and mind that I love dearly and without her pushing herself and having the courage to reach help from other people I would never have done this. So thank you, previous Clarice. (laughs) Thank you for taking the huge step. It takes absolute courage to step forward and admit that you need help. And I'm so grateful for my previous self. I, I don't regret going through all the things that I did. I don't regret moving to that location. It toughened me up and I needed that. And for me to be put into the real world, I needed it tough and it gave it to me. Life gave it to me tough. I think it's easy to say that meditation saved my life and it can save yours too. If you're feeling low and you need to recharge, this is so important that you meditate. Um, And if I've told you to meditate, keep going. It's really difficult, but when you put it as a daily habit, I do it without regard now. Like it's so easy. It's just part of my routine. I don't have to go, oh, I've got to meditate. I actually look forward to my meditation sessions. It's my time of peace, of clarity, of recharging. Like I'm really grateful that this tool is available and it's free. I get to do it whenever I want. I have full access to it and I'm super grateful for that. So I hope this has given you some wisdom and some guidance and support in this time. And if it has, please reach out if you enjoyed this episode. And if you want kind of more stories like this, I will definitely think about doing it down the line. But for the time being, we will be hitting on other topics and I have even more amazing guests booked and lined up for you. I cannot wait to bring them to you. Very exciting. And before I go, I just want to say another thank you to all of you. It means everything, absolutely everything. And I am praying that you get the most out of this episode. This is a personal and enlightening episode to how I shifted my life in a different direction and this is your permission to do the same. I love you all so much and thank you so much for listening to this episode. I cannot wait for the next week's episode. You guys are going to love it. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. You'll have to wait and find out but until then sharing all my love and light and have an amazing week guys. Bye!